Welcome on to the Backstretch. I'm News 5's Heather Williams, and Martin Turex Jr. has entered the chat. I mean, obviously, this has been a resurgent year for Truex. He gets his third win of the season in a rain-delayed race uh, run Monday at New Hampshire. And all of a sudden, there he is atop the points right there neck and neck with William Byron, who we talked about last week as having a resurgent season in of himself, or actually, I guess, maybe a surgent season, since William really hasn't done this on the Cup Series level anyway. Um it's going to be really interesting because you got a little new school. You got a little old school. There's still a lot of guys in there. Kyle Larson's kind of lurking back there in third place. And Kyle's going to be our guest this week to talk about, uh, you know, kind of flying under the radar a little bit this year. And I know it's weird to say that for Kyle Larson, but um, when I look at the points, I'm, I'm surprised he's third, not because I don't think he can do it or because, He's not capable of being in the championship mix, but just because compared to some seasons that he's had, it hasn't really been like that gangbuster season that Kyle Kyle Larson can have. So uh, really, really excited to share my conversation with him. It's a little spotty at times. He was uh, riding along in the motorhome and he and his wife, Caitlin, and the kids were headed up to Pocono. So um, it drops in and out a little bit, but still a great conversation. Uh, always enjoy talking to Kyle uh, on the backstretch. Uh, Chris will be up first. We got a, a busy week always of headlines in the sport, uh, not the least of which was the uh, silly season shocker, which uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to Chris too because it happened after we did the backstretch. So um, I will talk about that in my final thought. We had to do the television portion of the backstretch, which is where we taped the podcast as well, uh, a day early because uh, – our Fox shows at my station got preempted by uh, World Cup Women's Soccer. So we did Wednesday instead of Thursday, and the Haley News came in on Thursday. So I'll save that for my, my final thought this week. But first, let's get rolling with Chris. Is this a resurgence of Martin Church Jr., and is he now maybe the favorite for, for the championship? Well, he, he has definitely stepped up the game. Uh, we talked about before the show here we talked about you know some personnel changes race engineer and some things moving around personnel wise that in, within that team uh and within the organization that you know has has undoubtedly been a help something has but also some things that you know maybe martin is, is gone through that that in the past few months weeks a couple years whatever and you know he's considering retirement he has been that's been a item in the in the media for a long time and it's been out in the open you know it, it, it may be this is just a culmination of things uh his crew chief james small getting more confident more more in tune with what truex needs for this new car you know to be successful to make him feel comfortable in that car and, and want to match the gas and go this thing, it could all be, you know, a culmination of things. And Heather, we talked about it, you know, with, with even personal things outside of racing and away from the racetrack and away from the shop. These guys are human beings. They're not robots. And when, when they have down days, down weeks, down times that, that 
you know, things weigh on them and, and when they can maybe get by that or get through it or whatever, then, you know, it, he may be thinking, you know what, wait a minute, do I really want to quit? Do I really want to retire? Well, maybe I, you know, get a little bit of resurgence in, inside himself, like you said. And, you know, he's, he's definitely turned it on, man. I, I, I feel like right now, uh, you know, Richmond is two weeks away and that's the place where he's had a lot of success at and Gibbs has had a, a lot of success at. So we're, you know, we're looking at maybe another win or so. Uh, remember the championship races at Phoenix, which is a whole lot like Loudon. Uh, that has to make him hungry. Uh, I, I think he's one of the favorites. He is in the game. He's in the conversation for sure. Um, what's wrong with Chase Elliott? Is there something wrong with Chase Elliott? The 19, you know, they're a perennial contender, uh, Hendrick Motorsports, but the last, well, really since he's come back from his injury, Chase has not been Chase. No, Th there's something there. Uh, I don't know whether it's, you know, internal, they're not communicating just right or, or something about the cars that he doesn't like. Uh, and maybe they're having a hard time putting their finger on it and figuring it out. Obviously, uh, the equipment and the team and you know, the driver's talent is there. It's all, it, but now it's just, it's stale. You know, it's stale. And, you know, we're just, they're just, we're seeing a, a lull there and there doesn't, you know, somebody's got to do something. Somebody's got to be a difference maker. And I, in my, in my mind, it has to be, I mean, I mean, uh, Chase has got to step up and be a difference maker somewhere and, uh, uh, you know, bring that team out of the lull where they're going to miss the playoffs and they're going to have a down year. Pocono, they don't call this the tricky triangle for nothing. Nope. Uh, what is the key to getting around uh, this very unique racetrack. This, this is definitely a, a, a driver's racetrack in the aspect of like, there's no way that you can come up with any kind of a scientific formula to get through all three corners perfectly. You know, they're, they're, that just, that's, he's got to figure out a way to make the best of his, of his vehicle, his car, truck, whatever he's driving, to go through all three turns, which are all together different. Plus, you got two straightaways. One's three-quarter mile long, and one's a half mile long. So you know, a lot goes on the engine guys. You know, this is hard on engines. It's hard on engine parts, but yet you need that power. That's a long way. That's a big, long drag race down all, and you do it for 500 miles. So um, I felt like most people feel like getting through turn three and, and carrying speed off that corner to go down the front straightaway. That's the longest straightaway in racing. You know, if you get off the corner better, you're going to carry more speed down that straightaway. So anyway, uh, I think that's probably the key. Let's jump in. Last week at New Hampshire, uh, good finish. You guys are just kind of, uh, you know, steadily chugging along here. How important is it in this, I kind of call this like the doldrums of summer, that you guys kind of keep that consistent momentum and, and keep trying to get stage points and, and finish points and that kind of stuff for the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this is kind of a quiet part of the season. Um, easy to, to lose focus, I think, at this point in the year. Um, I would say we're towards the tail end of that part, though, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's been good to, uh, I feel like, build some consistency that we didn't have, you know, early on in the year. We probably had more speed early on, but we didn't have the consistency to go along with it. So, um, yeah, I think we've got four top tens in the last five races, uh, which is, which is good for us. So, um, and I feel like our, our race cars have been getting a little bit faster again here lately. 
going to New Hampshire, a place that I don't typically run very well at, and feeling like we had, you know, third to fifth place car speed all race long, I thought was good. So, you know, end up third, get uh, second in a stage was nice. So, um, yeah, and then go to go to Pocono this weekend, a track where I do feel like I run okay at. You know, hopefully we can have good speed and um, you know, capitalize on the, the good runs that we've had Pocono is such a challenging track. It's like a driver's track. It, it's got all sorts of different curves and uh, turns and different straightaways. It seems like it fits your driving style perfectly because you race so many disciplines. Do you think your ability to jump at different cars and different types of tracks, do you think that serves you well at Pocono? I don't know. I think I've enjoyed Pocono. I think you know, I'm probably one of a handful of guys that actually like it, but um, I don't know. I think I think I enjoy it because each corner is different. It takes a rhythm uh, to get around there and, and a different rhythm in each part of the racetrack. So, um, yeah, I, I think I enjoy that part of it. It takes uh, you know, kind of a different mindset. I think you got to be pretty smooth there. Um, you know, now with the next-gen car, you're shifting quite a bit. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's enjoyable. I, I like it. I actually like the area. I like bringing the family to Pocono and getting to go, you know, go to the Calari Resort, get to hang out the water slides and all that. So there's good hibachi down the road. So it's just a, a fun, a fun little place. You're a guy that's always on the move. I mean, this is a perfect example of it right here. How do you balance everything that you have going on with your your different race series and running the race series and running in the race series? I mean, how do you keep that all in balance? It's tough. It's tough. And sorry for being bouncy. The roads here. Right. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just, um, I don't know, this time of year especially is, uh, is hard to manage. Um, you know, the summer months are really difficult with my race schedule between dirt racing and you know the NASCAR schedule. Um, thankfully, you know this week's been a lot of fun because you know the dirt racing that I was doing was in Pennsylvania. So uh, and my wife and I we like driving the motorhome, so we kind of planned this out where we could you know, take the motorhome to the dirt races, and then when those finish up, drive on, on to Pocono. So <laughs> that's what we're doing right now is uh, probably an hour and twenty minutes or so away from the track there in Pocono. So. Yeah, no, it's it's fun, but it is stressful at times. And um, yeah, once once we get through middle August, then my schedule slows down a little bit. Uh, can can be a, a more of a normal person and live more of a normal life. But until then, it's it's crazy with all these races going on. Um, this year there doesn't really seem to be a clear cut uh favorite for the championship, kind of like last year. Um, do you, and it seems like you're kind of under the radar, even though you're, you know, up in the points and that kind of stuff. Do you like being a little bit under the radar or do you like going out there and being the man like you were the year you won the championship? I'd rather be that. I'd rather be that guy. <laughs> um, where you're, where you're winning all the time and all that. But, um, you know, I feel like to start the year, we, we, we were, we were that guy and that team and, um, we still are, uh, we just, we just haven't won quite as much. Um, we probably lost out on the you know, opportunity to win. You know, we got three, I mean, two point wins, an all-star win to this point, and probably could have had another three or four points paying wins um, early on, just didn't work out. Um, 
but then, you know, I, I think just overall as an organization, our, our team's been pretty good. You know, I think, you know, William has been, opinion, the most consistently strong team all year long. His team's done a really good job of winning races um, and, and finish decision-making, all that. The execution has been really good on their – they've won some races, and you know, I think that's why they found themselves, you know, leading the points here at different times in the season. Um, so that's been good to see. And then, yeah, I don't know. The team has been really strong here lately as well. But I feel like we're probably you know, the third best team, but easily could be the best team. You know, um, we're all really close. So it's uh, just got to keep working hard at it. And, and hopefully we can um, at least get that speed and execution um, you know, at the crucial part of the season, which is uh, coming up here not too far away from the playoffs. So. So as I alluded to, my final thought is on Justin Haley going to Rick Ware Racing. Um, it's an interesting move. Obviously, I don't think that this was on anyone's radar. Nobody's bingo card for silly season this year. I think most people thought that Haley was pretty comfortable and pretty settled in at college racing. Uh, little bumpiness, little growing pains as they not only just Justin moving from the Xfinity Series to the Cup season, but colleague as a whole moving up uh, from Xfinity to uh, the Cup level. But the team has shown flashes. Justin has shown the ability when they hit it right to put his car up front. Um, so I'm really surprised and also surprised because obviously Rick Ware Racing is not one of the marquee teams organizations in the garage area uh, this is a lateral move at best some would even consider it a step back uh from college racing because you know college has a cup series win uh albeit aj Almendinger on the road course but they have you know shown the ability to win to run up front where rick ware really hasn't shown that in the past i think a lot of people point to rick ware's uh alliance with uh, uh rfk thinking maybe this could be kind of more of a third RFK team in the way that uh, the Wood Brothers is a fourth Penske team. So, you know, we'll see. I think this is definitely a push for Ford to try to get, you know, a deeper bench in their uh, arsenal. They have really talented teams, but they don't have much depth beyond the big three, which is what, you know, kind of makes it difficult for to win a manufacturing championship and compete with Chevy on that level. So maybe they're pouring more resources into that. It's going to be really interesting to see how this works out for everybody involved because definitely didn't see that coming. Thanks for joining us in the backstretch. We'll be back next week.